This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Well, welcome to the wine situation, take two, because I just recorded five minutes of episode and realized somehow it wasn't recording. <laughs> As I said, welcome. This is the wine situation. The situation is, uh, it keeps feeling a little bit more and more dire, but what that means is everybody's staying in more, which means probably everyone's drinking more, which means everyone's probably drinking alone more. And you know what? I do not want you to have to do that. I, Elle Clifford, am here to be your friend. I'm here to hopefully maybe make you laugh, although I've been awfully tragic. (laughs) We've all been tragic. (sighs) I'm here to educate you about wine. I'm here to talk to you about, you know, life about, you know, wine, women, gothy things, because, get this, I'm goth. Um, I mean, I'm semi-retired goth, but I'm still, like, in my soul, I will always be goth. Um, You know, and I'm just here to be your virtual drinking friend. Uh, On the show, we will have many, many segments. Well, we'll have segments, and we'll have tangents. Tangents and segments, I, I excel at tangents, sometimes too much. Uh, who am I, though? As I said, L or Ellen Clifford. I'll take either. I'm a certified sommelier with the Quartermaster Sommeliers, whatever that means these days. I am uh, hopefully a diplomat of the Wine and Spirits Educational Trust soon. I write for Delectable. I finally got published in Venice, their parent publication that's spelled V-I-N-O-U-S. Not the city, although, God, I would love it if I could go to, well, yes, Venice, either. I mean, fine, I'd go to Venice in California, too, but I, there's not much wine to review there. But, God, if I could go to Venice for Venice, that would be the pun lover's dream. Oh, my God. Venice, please send me to Venice, please. Okay. Um, I mean, that's not going to happen for a while. We're not going anywhere. And then, you know, if we were then I'd have less reason to be sitting here being your drinking buddy. And you all want to drink with me, right? I really hope by now that you have, you know, opened something delicious. Maybe it is, maybe you've just made a cup of tea. I don't really believe in tea. I mean, I kind of do. I like green tea. But also, I feel like there's a lot of things that call themselves teas, but they're really tisanes or tisanes. I'm not how you, it's a French word. It's like an infusion. Uh, Sorry, tangent already. You know what? Uh, let's let's move on past this brief intro. I want to find out how you are. I want you to reach out. I want you to text me. I want you to call me. I want you to email me. I want you to Instagram me. I want you to Facebook me. You know, find me somewhere. Say hi. Tell me what you're drinking. And tell me how you're doing. Because I know things have been a little, like, fraught recently. Or I've been feeling a little fraught. I mean, the, the election eased some of my... my uh, what's the word I'm looking for, my, my, my worries, but it's, it's still COVID times, guys. Um, so I know it's been hard, so I would love if you'd reach out and tell me how you're doing, and I will respond. You know why? Because if you're listening to me, you, I love you. <laughs> um, maybe that's a little much, you know, maybe I don't love you, but I at least like you. <laughs> if you're putting up with me, you, you deserve something. I don't know. Maybe not a medal, but just at least a high five. You know, let, let's keep it low key until I really get to know you. And if I already do really love you, really know you, love you, love you, know you, 
then you know who you are. <laughs> the chosen ones. Let's have an agenda so that we know what we're getting into here. And then you can decide you can stay or go. I don't know. Hopefully you stay. So today our segments will be another rousing round of the game that is a game, which is who, what, when, where, why, wine, where I drop clues throughout the episode and you try and figure out what I'm talking about. We will have a sign of wine times. This one will be kind of an ongoing one, guys. I'm excited. Uh, we will have, we will drink and get to know another wine made by a woman. And boy, am I excited about this. We're going to have a party invitation. That's new. What? And then we will have the results of, of the who, what, when, well, why wine. And then we'll all, you know, finish our drink, cheers it out. Maybe have another stretch. If you've been walking around a lot, maybe wash your feet again. I don't know what you do with the rest of your evening. Um, anyway, then we'll be done. So get your beverage of choice and let us get on with our first clue for who, what, when, why, why, wine. Our who is Guido Berlucci. Berlucci? Berlucci? I think it's Berlucci. It's spelled G-U-I-D-O space B-E-R-L-U-C-C-H-I. He was the first to make, well, I'm, gonna, I'm looking for a more specific like category of wine, but he was the first to make sort of the broad category of the specific type of wine that I'm looking for. Guido Berlucci. Okay, now let's have our sign of wine times. Guys, this is going to be fun. This is going to be an experiment. So part of the staying in things is, is everyone's looking for more activities to fill up their time. If like they're working less so that, you know, you're not st in LA, we're like, oh my God, suddenly we're not stuck in traffic half our day. We have so much more spare time, even if we're working just as much. Um, so there's this company, my, my friend, David Spector, who he, he's like on the science side of the wines, the wine industry. He, he does stuff like with creating the bacterias and yeast that, that help wine carry out its fermentation and, and or malolactic conversion or fermentation, whatever word you prefer to use. Um, anyway, he told me he had made some bacteria. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. Like I, David, can I please follow you around someday and just like see what your job looks like, please, when it's safe to with COVID. Um, he told me about this company called Get Bruzy, G-E-T-B-R-E-W-S-Y, who makes these like home um, kits where, they, as they say on their site, you can make your own boozy wines and cider. All you need is like juice in their kits with their various yeasts and stuff, and apparently it only takes five days. So I said to myself, and also David, because <laughs> uh, I was like, this will make a really good article. I can sort of chronicle what it's like to make my own fruit wines. Uh, so I've been, I'm waiting for my kit. They're sending me one. They very kindly sent me one. And actually they also very kindly, like, if you want to try it, which, oh my God, I, you have to message me even more if you try this. If, if you go to get, I think it's just getbruzy.com, um, and you use the code Ellen15, you can get 15% off your order. Um, I, I, I'm endorsing these guys and I don't even, I've not even done it yet. I don't care if this wine tastes like crap. I think this is going to be a fun activity. I mean, all the people making sourdough, who cares? I'm making my own wine and cider. Um, but anyway, I've been trying to contemplate what I'm going to make exactly, like what kind of, I don't know how many sets of the kit I'm going to get, but so I was going through like types of juice in, in my head and thinking about cider. So I'm like, yeah, I can make apple, like I can make a cider, in which case I'd probably add spices. I don't know. Can I do that? I don't know yet. Definitely not pear, guys. I don't really like pears. Although I do have an Anjou, a red Anjou one in my fridge right now because it just once in a while pears. Okay. But I don't think I'd make pear cider. 
Um, I thought blackberry wine sounded good. I thought, I mean, one of my favorite juices is cranberry. Oh, could I make lime juice? I'm like writing this down as I go. Lime juice wine? Would that be terrible? I mean, we often compare wines like everyone talks about how Australian Riesling tastes like lime juice. So why don't I make some lime wine and see if it tastes like Riesling? <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, pineapple juice? I don't know. Something tropical? Uh, and then I was like, oh, sometimes I make ginger juice where, you know, I boil a lot of ginger root. I was like, could I make ginger wine? Could I mix that ginger wine with some cranberry wine? And maybe, could I make hibiscus wine? And then I realized what I have to do with this kit. You guys, I have to make orange wine. And not the orange, not the skin content. I have to make actual orange wine. It's probably going to be I think that's just probably a recipe for disaster, but I have to make orange wine. I hope they give me at least a couple sets. Um, and then I was like, okay, if I do make a traditional grape wine, what do, should I buy my own grapes and stomp them down for the juice? Should I just get welches? Am I going to end up making manischewitz? I kind of think I have this feeling. So I talked about last week how I ended up inadvertently, you know, having some uh, manischewitz and was like, oh, ice cubes and Sprite. It's like a Calamocho cocktail. I don't know. I may end up making a lot of wine cocktails, but the sign of wine times is Elle Clifford is finally going to make her own wine and Lord knows if it's going to be good or not, but it'll be so hip because it's orange wine. That's actually orange wine. Okay. This has been your sign of wine times. Let's get another clue so that we can hurry up and introduce the wine and actually drink the wine. Cause it is staring me down. Like bitch, stop ignoring me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just have segments. And I keep adding too many tangents. I'm sorry, wine. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Back to who, what, when, where, why. Wine. Your who is Guido Berlucci. Berlucci? Berlucci? Your what is a traditional mething, mething, method sparkling wine of Chardonnay mostly, but possible also, possibly also some Pinot Bianco. Okay. Let's introduce this wine. Today we will be drinking the War King, um, spelled W-A-R-R-K-I-N-G. I don't know if it's pronounced war or war. Um, the War King 2018 Rusan from the Gamache Gamache Vineyard in Columbia Valley, Washington. Now, this wine, I so my aunt lives in Woodenville, where all the Washington tasting rooms are. And several years back, she'd sent me some of this wine. And then this year for my birthday, she was like, go on the website and pick some out. And I was looking, and I'm like, this is a woman-made wine. And furthermore, I remember her wines being spectacular. And when I mentioned that to my aunt, and my aunt was uh, sending in her order, you know, saying, send this to my niece for her birthday, the the lovely, lovely winemaker, Lisa Warking-Packer, was like, oh, I know who your niece is. She's great. <laughs> and then I, I was like, lo and behold, I mean, maybe she followed me because I followed her first. That's more likely. But apparently she follows, she, I mean, Lisa, hi, we're going to hang out one of these days, probably just by phone call, but you're going to be on the pod. Um, and I was like, oh, thank you. You follow me. I feel vaguely like a wine celebrity. I'm not. Um, but it's lovely. It's, it's nice to sort of feel like you're part of this community, even if you don't know you are. Um let me read to you what the, the working um, site says about it. Um, founded in 2013 by Lisa Working Packer to highlight the uniqueness of Washington wine, we embrace vintage variation with each vintage a reflection of the vineyard region and year. 
We take a minimalist approach to winemaking and believe in letting the wine be what it's going to be. Washington State offers a unique and distinct terroir that allows many varietals to thrive in varied soils, creating fruit that evinces a sense of place. This terroir creates bold, structured wines. I, I can endorse that. I've tasted enough of them. Um, Fruit-forward flavors and elegant finishes. We value our relationships with growers, and we honor their efforts by producing unique, delicious wines that represent their hard work. Um, so that's that's the nuts and bolts of, of them. Let's see. Uh, let's learn a little bit more about Lisa. She spent two years with Patterson Cellars learning the business and making a bit of her own wine in collaboration with John Patterson. She spent a harvest at Chateau Saint-Michel learning how to make white wines on a large scale, yearning to get back to the fruit and the hands-on experience, much like I'm about to have with Bruzy, except not really. She decided to make a go of it on her own, and War King Wines was launched. In Lisa's spare time, she enjoys entertaining, traveling, and drinking wine with friends and family. <clears throat> After spending 20 years in the high-tech marketing world, Lisa was... Wait, hold on. Okay. A lifelong gourmet who developed a taste for Oregon's early Pinots in her college days, she had a great interest in wine. With prodding from a friend... Am I reading this out of order? She took a few classes at Lake Washington Tech... One class led to another. This I think I read it all out of order. Anyway, you guys, she got into wine. She took the classes. Oh, uh, she completed the wine technology program at Lake Washington Technical College and then a two-year certification program in enology from Washington State University. All is this to say is, like, um, she, she knows her shit, and I can vouch that she makes good wines because I've, I've tried them enough before. Um, I have to tell you, I first was attracted to the wines because of their label, I'm not going to lie. It is a rather goth label. It's um, There's like this poppy on it, just like a beautiful red poppy. And I, well, I have a set of uh, teacups that have poppies on them. And I don't know why, but those came from my grandma Clifford. And like, she always had a thing for poppies. And I've always had a thing for poppies. Um, so these bottles were especially endeared to me because they have poppies on them. Okay, so what's going to happen is I'm going to cheers you with this wine. Um, and then I'm going to taste it, and then we're going to have another clue, and then we're going to play the game that's not a game, which is what's in the glass. You guys, get your glass ready. Here we go. One, two, three. Cheers. Mm. Holy fuck. Oh my god, you guys. Oh, I can't even. I can't even. I really can't. <laughs> I can't even. Well done, Lisa. You did it again. Okay, well, let's have our clue so we can get on with these things. Um... Who is Guido Berlucci? 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 Um, what is traditional method sparkling of Chardonnay and Pinot Bianco? Your win is 1961, the first time uh, uh, this type of wine in this region was made. Okay, now to play the game that I've been waiting direly for. This bottle has been like in my wine fridge since my birthday. I mean, I know that wasn't that long ago, but it's long enough for me. Um, this Roussan is a deep, like... Uh, I, I, well, you know, I'd say deep, like, it's a very golden color. It's it's a deep wine. Um, the legs look to be eh, medium thick. Let's smell it. It's medium plus. Oh, God. I mean, I kind of actually do get, like, some cider notes on, some, some apple cider. It's like, or maybe it's just the spices. Like, oh, it's a little floral. It's a little honey. It's a little spice. This, this could be, like... I mean, once again, it makes me think of my dad's... Hi! Do you want to taste this wine? Hang on, guys. I'm going to pause. Okay, sorry. I had to let um, let my uh, my pandemic person taste this because he was coming through. And he's just like, that's like gold. I was like, yes, it is. 
Um, so yeah, it smells very like, I get a lot of apple and like maybe some stone fruit on it, like an apricot. Um, it's very fresh though, like there's almost like uh, a hint of salinity. Can you have salty honey? Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, let's put it on the palate and do a little structure. Hmm. 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 <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay, acid, I'm going to put it medium plus. Alcohol, I'm going to put it... Fourteen. I don't know. Let's see what it is. I'm feeling quite a bit of burn here, guys. Like, not in a bad way. Uh, fourteen four. Okay. I was trying to be generous. I was like, it's probably not over fourteen, but apparently it is. Whew. That is, that's a boozy wine. Um... And I like it. Oh, there's something a little like, I feel like there must have been some least contact on this one, maybe. Ugh. Um. Body is medium plus. Flavor intensity is medium plus. Mm. It's so rich, guys. It's so rich. Um, it's complex. Uh, let's see what else we taste here. Ironically, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of stone fruit on this and like orchard fruit, like... I almost, I don't know, um, there's a lot of the spices that I think, like, they kind of remind me of oak, so there might be some new oak in here. Um, my pandemic partner said he thought he picked up some butter, um, which I was not registering on the nose, but I kind of am on the palate. Is there new oak on this, guys? I don't know. Because mm. Rusan can be quite punchy on its own, but maybe there's even more. Yeah, no, there's... This at least underwent some, like, malolactic fermentation, probably. Conversion? I don't know. Um, I'm, I've been doubting my palate recently. I don't know why. All I know is I can tell you this wine is good. If this wine was addressed at the dance, it would be orange velvet. Like, a really pumpkin kind of orange. Uh, orange crushed velvet, and it's like a mini dress with a, a belt and, like, a flared skirt. And uh, poofy sleeves. Um, but like, it's, it's very autumnal looking. This wine feels like autumnal wine. I, I think I'm going to, I'm writing a winter white wine article and I do believe this wine is going to be in it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was letting pandemic man through. I, it's it's going to be, it's going to be like Encino man, but pandemic man. It's like a mystery to you all. Who's that walking through her living room? <laughs> what do you like to know? Um, anyway, uh, let's see. I'm just going to go ahead and read what they say about this. Like, I think there's some new oak in this, as I said. I think there was some malolactic. Let's see what they said. I, I, just, I cited lots of uh, orchard and stone fruits. I cited honey. I cited a bit of salinity. Let's see what they say. <clears throat> Their tasting notes. This 100% Roussan spent both primary and secondary fermentation in French oak. I guess by secondary they mean malolactic? Um, this wine has an exotic bouquet of honeysuckle, there we go with honey, and apricot. Oh, I, maybe I should not doubt my palate so much. Other people taste, you taste what I taste, right? You hear what I hear? Do you feel what I feel? Do you know what I know? Maybe not, I don't know, but I'm here to tell you about it. Um, okay, let's go on with their notes. I'm so sorry, guys. God, this wine, um, it really is, I want to wear this wine like an orange, red, uh, orange velvet dress that I'm wearing with like a golden necklace and my hair is just freshly, freshly redded up and um, and I'm wearing go-go boots. That's this wine, I don't know why. 
and if I were not a vegetarian, I'd be like gnawing on a turkey leg. Um, but I think that's just because I accidentally, while I was looking down the notes, also saw them saying something about it going well with turkey. Um, <laughs> I promise I don't look at the tasting notes before I taste them. Sorry, I'll get back to it. Okay, they say this wine has an exotic bouquet of honeysuckle and apricot. The mouthfeel is rich, yet is with hints of nectarine. Oh, nectarine! I haven't had one in a minute. Honey and chamomile, guys. I never. I periodically make cups of chamomile tea because it's one of those tastes that I just, I never think of, and I never really. I. I have to be honest. I don't. I maybe once or twice in my life I've had a wine and been like that. Really. Tastes like chamomile. Okay, this full body beauty yeah, this is more reminiscent of a red wine. It is, a, it is complex and ever changing on the palate with a nice lingering finish. Oh, I forgot to do fin uh, finish in my what's in the glass. Oh well. Roussan is the perfect holiday wine food and pairs well with turkey and all the fixings, as well as shellfish, roast chicken, pork chops, Asian dishes, and a vast array of soft and hard cheeses. Oh god. Pandemic person also brought home a variety of cheeses today, and I'm like, I love you, I hate you, I love you, give me some cheese. Um, God, what would I pair this with, being vegetarian? Mm. I feel like Parmigiani cheeses, I feel like a Comte would be really good. I feel like this would actually pair quite well with like a really earthy, but like slightly spicy lentil soup like sometimes i buy these cans of progresso soup lentil soup with vegetables and you add a little bit of hot sauce uh my favorite is the chipotle flavor of tabasco well that's one hot sauce so many hot sauces guys you gotta have i told you i have so many condiments including quite an assortment of uh sauces hot sauces yeah because this wine is just so rich and i mean I've tasted a lot of rich, interesting whites, so I wouldn't... I, I can understand saying to the average person, the person who's like, oh, I only drink red wine, I'd totally be like, you have to try this Roussan, I got something for you. Um, I could almost see it going with like, just because it's so spicy and so buttery, I could see eating it with like a slice of apple pie. Oh my god, I think that would be really good actually. Mmm! Things to try. Making a note. Make an apple pie. Okay, hold on. Make an apple pie. Buy more Roussan. And uh, last on this list of things I need to do, I'm going to put a call or at least email Lisa uh, to get her on the show so she can talk more about her Roussan. Eee! Okay. Um, that's enough of that for now. All I can say is if you haven't had Roussan, give it a try. If you haven't had working, working, working um, wines, look them up. They're on the webs. And God, they are worth it. I've, I've had their Syrah as well. I've had a blend they make. Um, but yeah, Roussan, I have a real sweet spot for Roussan wines. Okay, let's get back to Lisa. Clap, clap, like not even a golf clap. Hearty, hearty clap and... Jazz snap. Um, okay, your who for who, what, when, where, why wine was Guido Berlucci, Berlucci, Berlucci. Um, your what was traditional method sparkling of Chardonnay and Pinot Bianco. Your win is 1961. Your where, that's our next clue, which uh, probably a lot of you were already thinking this is the exact category wine I was looking for, but no, it's even more specific than that. Your where is Franciacorta, which um, came from the term. Francais Curtis, which means tax-free, because apparently that region used to have B 
be free of tax. Um, that's in Lombardy, which is northern Italy. Uh, that's your where. Uh, before we get um, another clue, uh, party invite. So my friend Christy Norman, you've heard her on the pod a couple times. She's been putting through, um, putting up all these like sort of enrichment activities for the wine community, but also just like, I don't know if you like wine. I mean, really like she has a massive Zoom account. She can probably have like 500 people on each one. If 500 people come to my happy hour, I will not know what to do. Uh, right now, I think there's only maybe eight people signed up, so you could get on it. Um, all right. So she's hosting all these like uh, sort of enrichment activities. There's like a yoga, there's a guided meditation. Um, it, you can hit me up if you want invites to these things. Um, but I, a part of these activities are going to be happy hours, and I will be hosting one on the, it's a Thursday, it's the 17th or 18th, I think. Um, if you look at my Facebook page, I definitely have links to where to sign up for that. So far, we're kind of waiting to see. There's like a poll you'll fill out when you apply for it. That's our, it's like, do you want a theme or no? And I want a theme. Guys, I want a theme, but I also don't want to scare people away. Because first I was like, equal parts cocktails. But then I was like, this is a wine community. Do they want that? And then I was like, oh, what if we had like your guilty pleasure drink? And then everyone goes around and shares the thing that they're just like secretly really enjoying and they love. Um, you guys, I mean, I... I try not to have guilty pleasures. I have things that I know I should be like, I don't know. It's my Cosmo guilty pleasure is my basic bitch level of Ravenswood uh, guilty. pleasure. I don't know, but I would be really curious to see what everybody else brought. Uh, we may just do a general happy hour though. So we all like say hi and like introduce each other and like hang out and have a drink together. Anyway, you can sign up for that. Um, hit me up for a link if you want. Uh, you know where to find me. I'm everywhere. Just like Google me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on all the social medias and I will uh, give you a link. And then you will actually get to like, you won't just hear me clinging. We will actually all be staring at each other in real life <laughs> on Zoom. Not quite real. Well, it is real life because is this the real thing? It's just fantasy. It's, it's the life we are living here in 2020. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay, so that was your party invite. Let's get our one last clue. As we've said, our who is Guido Bellucci? Our what is traditional method sparkling of Chardonnay and Pinot Bianco? Which should give you a clue to the specific category I'm looking for of this wine. Uh, when is 1961? That's the first time someone made this traditional method there um, in, in French Accorta, which is your rare. Uh, your why is you want a sparkling wine that's like just a little bit less bubbly. Like you want it to be a little more gentle, like a, uh, but still bubbly, but like a little more gentle. Maybe you don't need that full froth in your face. Maybe, maybe you're in a mellow mood. I don't know. Hmm. Before I give you the, uh, what this is, you know, if you feel like it, drop me a rate, drop, <laughs> rate and review, drop me, drop me a review, drop me a line, follow me on the, th I don't know. Like be my friend, help me out. <laughs> See, there I go being needy again. Um, so, okay, guys. The type of wine, the category I'm looking for, is indeed made in Franciacorta. It is indeed a sparkling wine made only of white grapes, but usually mostly Chardonnay. That um, spends a minimum of 24 months on the lees. Um, this is called Satin. S-A-T-E with the 
backslash of an accent mark um, in. It's a category of wine that they, when they, so the way you make a sparkling wine is there's, they ferment the wine and then they add more, whether it's in a tank. For this one, it's within a bottle. They add more sugar and, and, um, and whatnot to create a secondary. I just was like, and whatnot. Let me be really vague. Like I don't have a diploma, you know, more, more yeast, more sugar for the yeast to eat, etc. Um, and a host of things like clarifying agents and, uh, nutrients, but that's getting really specific. Anyway, um, they add for satin, they add slightly less than like the usual amount you would add for if you wanted a fully sparkling wine. And the result is this wine is sparkling, but like, so basically when fermentation happens, that's when um, carbon dioxide is formed. So sort of the more sugar the yeast has to eat, then the more carbon dioxide can be produced. So they add a little less sugar, they get a little, it's just like a little gentle, gentler bubbly. I'm assuming because guys, I honestly actually don't think I've ever had satin. I don't see it around. I really want to. If you are someone who reps someone who makes satin, please, can I buy some from you, please? Um, I would love to try it because, you know, sometimes I don't want all that froth either. Sometimes I just want like an easy drinking bubbly. You know, bubbly is like, hey, I'm bubbly, but like, you know, I'm like the Switzerland of wines. I'm, I'm not dry. I'm not still, but I'm not like fully I, I mean I guess maybe it makes it frizzante what's the difference between satin and frizzante is satin just a code word for this is frizzante traditional method oh my god realization <sighs> anyway that was your who what when where why wine category if you represent it or you can help me get my hands on some help me out um or if you just taste it yourself let me let me know how you liked it to me I mean I'm, I'm always I, I want to try everything try everything i will give anything a chance probably twice Eek. okay well what an episode this has been i oh god i'm getting even more like there's almost like a, almost like a minty like there's such a freshness to this wine i mean that's the thing that washington has is it's like ripe and fruity but it's so fresh so good oh my god oh and i am getting more of the like floral honeysuckle thing now and almost like almost like a Fernet Bronca note on this. I did taste some Fernet Bronca last night. Has it stuck with me? It wasn't in this glass though. It's like almost a Fernet Bronca note on this wine. That probably sounds horrible to some people, but trust me, if you smelled it and tasted it, you'd be like, this is awesome. Um, that's been the episode, you guys. Um, order your Get Bruzy Kit LM15 for discounts and like make some wine along with me. I'm gonna be making the fuck out of some orange wine. Um, I mean, I feel like I should try and make both a grape and an orange wine, but if they only give me one, I'm making the shit out of orange wine <laughs> because it makes me laugh. Um, go forth, drink good things, be a good person, have a good day, say hi to me. I was about to say hug your neighbors, but don't. <laughs> Please don't hug your... Wear your mask. Stay six feet apart from your neighbors um, and anyone you don't live with. And yeah... Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you next week. Glass! I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my I just drink wine. I don't fuck with many names. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somali yate.
been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.